Let's Talk Land, a weekly land education talk show devoted to learning about land and farms, buying and selling, ownership, and especially for real estate agents and realtors. Hey, learn from the experts, free land education. Hi, my name's Lou Jewell. I'm an accredited land consultant with United Country Real Estate, Sutton Properties, along with my co-host this morning. Good morning, Teresa. Hello. How are you today? I'm awesome. I hope you are. I am fantastic, and you can't wait to <coughs> hear our guest today. He's going to have a great program here for you. Buying or selling homes, land or farms in western Piedmont, North Carolina, or southern Virginia, just give us a shout. We'll help you out. Our office is at 102 East Main Street next to BB&T Bank in downtown Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. Our company website's www.allsuttonproperties.com. That's A-L-L-S-U-T-T-O-N, properties, plural, dot com. All of our shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute staff and members. Their site is www.rliland.com. Hey, guys, if you're buying or selling land anywhere in the country, go to that website first and identify one of our 1,600 members and of those 500 like myself have the accredited land consultant designation. We're highly trained and educated. Many hours of school about all the concepts of land. So if you need to save money on buying or make money on selling, make sure you check out www.rliland.com. Hey, our guest today is Walter House. Welcome, Walter. Good afternoon, Lou. How are you, Teresa? I'm good. It's good We're to have you. Where are you calling from, Walter? I'm calling from our office in Marshallburg, North Carolina, right outside of Moorhead City. Wow, wow. You're, you're in God's country down there, aren't you? Well, we think so, and a, and a whole lot of other people that come here on the weekends and holidays think so, too. Absolutely. What a beautiful part of the, part of the world. So let me just a little introduce you, if I may, Walter. You're the broker in, uh, broker in charge and owner of uh, House auction company your last name you were licensed in north carolina virginia south carolina and georgia how long have you been in the auction business walter been licensed since 2001 okay all right how many in your office uh we have a, a staff of about five folks uh one one in the office and uh, uh four of us in the field so you stay pretty busy we're going to talk about auctions that's our, our subject today and uh, you're a graduate of, uh, of the Auctioneers Institute out of Indiana University and a graduate of the of accredited auctioneers real estate. And we can call you a colonel, right? Yeah, that's a title that uh, somehow got tagged to auctioneers. Uh, it actually, I think, goes back to the, I believe, the American, as I'm told, it, it, it has its uh, root. Well, beginning in the uh, American Revolutionary War, after um, after the uh, U.S. won its independence from Britain, then uh, the U.S. government went around auctioning off all of the assets and properties that had formerly belonged to Britain, and you had to have the rank in the Army, you had to have the rank of colonel or higher to act as an auctioneer. In order to auction off this uh, uh, new uh, this property that the United States now had acquired, do you know that, Teresa? Uh, I did not. That's that's interesting. Huh? 
So now the so next time you see an auctioneer, call him Colonel. You had to be the rank of Colonel or higher in the Army to be an auctioneer. So that's how auctioneers got the title of Colonel. You graduated from a wonderful school not far from this radio station, Wake Forest University. What a great school. In fact, yeah, we do all their uh, their sports uh, uh, promotions for them. And uh, so uh, we're big fans of Wake Forest. 79, you graduated. You've also been on yes, the sir. board of directors of the Auctioneers Association. Now, for the realtors out there, uh, well, for anyone generally, uh, the um, auction part of real estate used to be the part of the National Association of Realtors. And a number of years ago, do you know how long it was, Walter? You guys broke away and started your own association. Um, right, and uh, that's the National Auctioneers Association. That's the uh, really the only and the uh, national trade association for professional auctioneers. And um, I'll have to credit the NAA with a lot of our success uh, and education. The NAA provides... Uh, really the leading education opportunities for auctioneers really uh, really in the world. And uh, they their, their big master's level program is called the Certified Auctioneers Institute, CAI. It's a three-year program taught at Indiana University. We literally have people from all over the world that come to it. Uh, but they're only maybe uh i'm guessing now the latest is only probably 1100 auctioneers in the country that are uh, graduates and certified by the certified auctioneer institute well well we have about 500 alc so it's a very very special group yes it is and congratulations on achieving that that's uh, quite quite uh quite a project a lot of money a lot of time i'm sure but a lot uh, of but you got a nice award. You were a grand champion auctioneer uh, for the North Carolina contest in 2010. What did it take to get to achieve that uh, designa- that uh, award? It, it was primarily a bid calling, like uh, the auctioneer's champ. But it also consists of an interview uh, by a judge of panels, you know, a panel of judges. Sure. And uh, it's held every year at the state's uh, – conference in Greensboro, and uh, I've got to give a plug out to the Auctioneers Association of North Carolina. Actually, our our conferences kind of got uh, discombobulated because of COVID, and we haven't had one in about 18 months, but we're having our uh, in-person conference this coming week. Yeah, it's coming up. Friday yeah, and it's Saturday this in Greensboro, yeah, yeah. And, and we'll have another Auctioneers uh, Big Calling Contest. You gonna win that one? I was uh, privileged <laughs> to win in 2010. So it's a it's a combination of bid calling skills and also uh, interviews. How do you how you answer the question and um, basically looking to see how good of ambassador for the auction industry you might be. Absolutely, and I'm sure you're one of the best. You're also a um, member of the uh, Marknet Allowance. Uh, there's 68 auction companies national network that had the accredited auction. Companies. What's the uh, Marknet Alliance? Marknet Alliance is um, a national network now of about 68 auction companies across the United States. It started in 2007. We were privileged to be one of the charter members. And it, it, it grew from a group of uh, 
auctioneers in the Midwest, Illinois, Indiana, uh, one in South Carolina, but uh, they formed a franchise where uh, it was like a network, and they developed uh, their own uh, online bidding platform. And when you become a member of MarkNet Alliance, uh, then you get to share in the database of the registered bidders that participate in, in the whole group's auctions. And we, we were asked to join. We were given an invitation to join. cost a good amount of money. And at the time, it was 17 companies. And we developed, or the technicians we hired, developed an online bidding platform. And it has been revised and improved um, several times. And now we have 68 companies. And we have a, a database of registered bidders uh, of uh, about 680 thousand registered bidders across the country and many of them actually overseas we've right. had some auctions where we had international bidders. sure of course wow that's impressive um, that's something we want to talk about in the show uh later on here more about the different types of auctions and where the market's going i think is uh what the, our listening audience is looking more for what's the future of your vocation and uh, and and how is it changing with all the uh, social media and all the technology that we have today. Let me let me tell them a little, little bit about your company, just a little bit, and then you can chime in if you don't mind. But uh, you're a North Carolina-based auctioneer, and we mentioned the four states you were in. And, you know, you use your expertise not only in real estate but marketing. And, and unlike just the traditional real estate sales, which most of us agents are familiar with, not everybody's familiar with the auction process, which I'd like you to – help Teresa understand today, this morning, and uh, and uh, but you guys uh, covering uh, quite a large area. Um, your firm has full service auction uh, speci specialists in every facet, so you do the uh, real estate, but you also do the estate sales and, and the tchotchkes and, and uh, the old antique cars and guns and rare coins and furniture as part of your services. Uh, probably do a lot of estate sales, don't you, uh, Walter? You probably do. Do you do a lot of estate sales? You mostly concentrated on real estate. Yeah, probably ninety uh, percent of our business is real estate. That's what our bread and butter is: selling real estate at auction, or as we like to say, by competitive bidding. Right. Uh, but um, sometimes we have estates where we're uh, our client wants to sell not only the real estate but has personal property. And we've sold some uh, business liquidations. We've sold some machine shops uh, where the owner is retiring and, you know, is selling a lifetime of uh, equipment and inventory. Uh, we've sold roofing companies. Uh, we've sold uh, farm equipment. And uh, we have a, a specialty niche of selling firearms. Uh, since 2010, the vast majority of our auctions have been online auctions where the bidding has been exclusively online. And in that case, we develop a, a catalog of the assets, mostly times real estate. And uh, we utilize uh, drone aerial videos, drone aerial photos, uh, all kinds of ground photos, maps, surveys, uh, an enormous amount of photographs. So people bidding online can see the property. Uh, during the marketing period, 
buyers can come. We have scheduled open houses and inspections and also provide private uh, inspections if somebody couldn't make the scheduled open house. So we encourage our bidders to come and view the property. And that, that can take place over a 30-day period. And then the online bidding will begin about 14 days out from the end of the auction. Um, we continue to have open houses and previews. But we have many people who will buy the properties, you know, with a never-setting foot on it. Uh, but they, they have so many aerial photos um, and videos and interior, exterior. We give them a plethora of information and many people comfortable buying it and closing on it uh, and actually never having set foot on it. Do you use the, property the, do you use the, uh, do you use the Matterport system, the 3D uh, tour? Have you used that yet? The virtual tour of a, of a piece of real estate. Something similar to it. We have a um, we have a professional aerial drone guy, and, and he does the graphics and the music. And uh, I know some folks have tried to do it themselves. Uh, we try to focus on the marketing of it, and we we have a, a resource that does the uh, those virtual or, or the drone aerials for us. Okay. It's, you know, it's like it's like being in a little helicopter and flying around and getting to see every aspect of the property. I know. My dog wants me to put one on her, but the best I can do is a GoPro. So, uh, right. <laughs> which is a lot of fun. So, uh, uh, so you, like I said, you're giving full service, uh, full disclosure. Um, and, um, you know, in our next segment, maybe we can talk about uh, the process of uh, how it begins. You also do uh, uh, real property broker price opinions which us realtors do too. Um, and to be a, a, a CAI, do you have to be a realtor too, or you can be independent? Well, you know, I'm, I'm a member of the Realtors Association. Sure. Um, but do you have to, um, like a like an appraiser, MAI you appraiser? To, you don't have to be. Some auctioneers choose not to. Sure. But, uh, I, uh, you know, we work a lot with uh, uh, realtors that, that, you know, operate do mostly traditional and conventional sales. When we have auctions of real estate, we have a, a buyer broker participation so that if a licensed broker in that state uh, registers a client, then they, uh, uh, they can earn a, uh, uh, a buyer broker fee if their buyer is successful and closes on the property. Okay. So uh, there's definitely a financial incentive for other licensed brokers in whatever state we're in, to uh, bring us a bidder. Okay. We just had a real successful auction up in Carroll County, Virginia, and sold four land tracts up there. And uh, the individuals that purchased two of them were represented by a broker. Um, and uh, that, that broker brought them basically to the auction, made them aware of it, signed them up, and then he'll get a commission check uh, as being a, you know, a buyer okay. broker. So our guest today is Walter House. And this is Let's Talk Land. We'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. LandHub sells your land, land of your dreams. So, Walter, if somebody wants to, to, to do an auction, uh, first of all, how do they, how do they find you? <laughs> and what do they do? And do you come to their house or their business? And do you go in and advise them how to do it? Do you stage it? Do you do the photographs? You know, what's some of the... How, how does it all work? Um, great question. And uh, the first...
first thing they would want to do is to give us a call or they can uh, go to our website and contact us that way, but they can call us at 252-729-1162. And what's your website? Again, that, our website is houseauctioncompany.com. The word company is spelled out. Again, our website is house, like a house you live in. That's my last name. Houseauctioncompany.com. Our number, again, is 252-729-1162. Incidentally, our phone is answered 24 hours a day by a live, living human being. Wow, that is unheard of anymore. Right. Well, people don't. A lot of folks don't want to leave messages on a machine. If you call our office at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're going to get to speak with a live, living uh, person who will take your question or your, your request or what you're looking for. And they'll immediately email me and text me both. Two o'clock in the morning. And what they're, in, you know. So are they happy at two o'clock in the morning to answer the phone? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, they're happy because they get paid well. <laughs> I know my phone's right. rang at one o'clock, and my husband was like, "Who in the world calls at one o'clock in the morning about a house?" Uh, it's amazing. Some people keep uh, keep late hours, yeah. but and then you're uh, international. Give, give us international a right. call now. Somebody, they people, so more and more sellers like the auction method because they like the timeliness of it, and they like the transparency of it, and they don't really want to be involved in a lot of long, drug out um, negotiations back and forth. Uh, when selling at auction, we sell the real estate as is, and all the due diligence is done on the front end. So we encourage and make available the property for people to inspect uh, in, in as much detail as they like prior to the end of the bidding. And um, if they want to get a home inspection, fantastic. We'll make the property of the house available. We sell a lot of raw land. And we'll have scheduled open houses. But if people want to come and walk the property, we make that available. If it's a piece of raw land, they can walk it at their leisure during daylight hours, anytime uh, during the marketing period. And um, the vast majority of the auctions that we do today um, has online bidding. So online auctions have become very, very popular with buyers because it's so convenient. Uh, we live in a busy world. Our society is busy, and folks can come and inspect the property uh, on their schedule during the 30-day marketing period, and then they can bid from the convenience of uh, any anywhere in the world where they have an online Internet connection. And we've literally sold properties uh to people who were in vacationing out of the country and uh, made sure they had internet connection. We sold a, a really nice property down in Lumberton a few years ago to a gentleman who was vacationing in Aruba, and uh, he made sure that he had good internet, and he he was the winning and successful bidder, bidding from his hotel in Aruba, and uh, we got all the contracts taken care of by internet the next day, and uh, he was a happy, successful bidder. So the online auction has revolutionized the uh, the auction industry, the online bidding, 
because it's so much more convenient to the bidders. And again, they can come and look at the property, uh, you know, and then they don't have to be at a specific location on a specific hour on the on a specific day. They can be at any time they want to. So, is your farm? Are, are you licensed by state? Like, can you do multiple states? Does it? Does that? Oh yeah, we're we. Oh yeah, the auction, the auction industry is regulated, perhaps even more stringently than the real estate uh, industry is. At least as stringent, if not more. But yes, each state has an auctioneer licensing board, and auctioneers have to uh, graduate from an auctioneer school. They have to pass a rigorous state exam, and they have to abide by rigorous uh, legal standards. So uh, it's, a, it's a very regulated industry, uh, and it should be, and it needs to be. Uh, in my opinion, if somebody you know, wants to hire an auctioneer, obviously we want them to call us. But I would tell them you need to use an auctioneer. Somebody from Nevada called today. Um, we would find them somebody in our network that's licensed in Nevada. But uh, you know, we feel it's important for professional auctioneers to be uh, not only members but active in the National Auctioneers Association and their respective state auctioneers association. Uh, it just shows that that particular auctioneer is uh, dedicated to the ethics and the and the good professional standards that those trade associations promote. Uh, so. Going back to why people choose auctions, they like the accelerated marketing, and they know the date that they're going to get a cash offer on their property. And when we do online auctions, we always designate when the ending date and time will be. So the bidding will take place generally over the last 14-day period of the marketing uh, campaign. But in all the marketing and every every piece of advertisement, the ending date and time is advertised. And uh, if there's bidding in the final minutes, which there always is, then our platform has an extension so nobody gets shut out by the clock. If you're bidding on a property and people are bidding in the last five minutes under our platform, if somebody bids in the last five minutes on a property, then the bidding for that property, the period will extend for five more minutes. That's interesting. If you were in the lead, if you were the high bidder on a property, and with 15 seconds to go, somebody outbid you, no worries. The system will automatically extend the bidding period for five more minutes. Interesting. So Good you for have the a seller. chance to regain that yeah. lead position and be the winning bidder. Let me ask you something, Walter. Is there... Uh, is there uh, uh, minimum bump ups. I, I bid uh, ten thousand dollars, and and then Teresa bids uh, twelve thousand dollars, and and uh, is there like a five hundred dollar or a thousand dollar that you have to add? Yes, there are set increments, and obviously, like at any auction, and those system, those increments are set in the platform, uh, and so the the bidding platform will tell you. Um, well, we just sold this property in Carroll County. And once the bidding got uh, over $50,000, we had four properties, and once it got above $50,000, up to $300,000, and the increments were $2,500 steps. Okay. So 
if you were the high bidder uh, and the screen would say, you know, the high bid's $100,000 and the next increment you have to bid would be $102,500. And once somebody bid that, the next one would be 105000 So it's, it's very clear, very easy to follow. You'll see the, the track of land. You'll see the properties. Uh, generally, we have more than one property in an auction. Uh, the one we just had last week had four properties in it. And it will show you what the what the winning or the lead bid is on each property, and it'll show you what the bid has to be to for you to raise it. Now, uh, now, again, Walter, that that, the, that that just concluded. You had all four bids, right? Maybe it was uh, it was it had a reserve. Maybe it was met. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, do you multi-par? Do you now go back and say anybody want to combine uh, two of these tracks or more? and start the auction again? Well, in, in that auction we had last week, that's exactly what it was. It's called multi-par, right? It was a multiple multiple parcel auction. Right. It, uh, it was uh, actually a total of 73 acres in the farm, and uh, we have an engineer that works with us, and he had taken the external survey of it and made a, a division of it, what was a very appealing division. So we had four land tracks. And then uh, at the end of the auction and the final day, bidders could then combine tracks. So if you wanted to, to put two tracks together, you could determine the system will tell you what you have to bid to, uh, to buy those two tracks combined, or you could buy it as a whole. Right. And the platform will show you very simply, very clearly, it's nothing confusing at all about it. It'll show you that, yes, uh, Bidder 103 is in the lead on tracks 1 and 2, and you could have an individual bidder for track 3 and a separate bidder be in the lead for track 4. And then somebody could combine all of it together, lump it together, and, uh, and then people have the right to pull their individual track back out. So in that multi-part auction, Lou, people can buy it in any configuration they want. And all the rules and the, and the process and all the disclosure and the surveys and the septic and the well and all the uh, home inspection Every, that's involved, that, that's in the package up front. Uh, yep, where and, the wells are located. But it's also the procedure. Of septic. Yeah, yeah. But the procedure uh, of the auction is also announced of how you're doing the auction, whether it's uh, four parcels yeah. sold individually or multi-par or whatever that may be. So there's no question to any bidder. There should be no question. Uh, about how the auction is being conducted. You're exactly right, and that leads us to the point of in every auction, there's a document called the Terms and Conditions of the Auction, and that's the ruling document. That's the explanation that explains every aspect of how the auction is to be conducted. It will explain what the minimum deposit will be if you are a successful winning bidder, uh, it will tell you when you have to have your deposit. Uh, the sale contract that will be used is uh, posted on the Internet on our website for everybody to download and to read weeks ahead so they know exactly what the sale contract looks like and how it's structured. Terms and conditions are there. It tells every aspect of how the auction is conducted. All you have to do is just simply read it. So you're using the North, uh, the, the, the state standard real estate contracts, right? 
Uh, we use an attorney-drafted contract. Okay. Which, you know, the real estate North Carolina Real Estate Commission uh, brokers don't draft contracts. That's correct. But attor- attorneys can. That's correct. And uh, m- many auction companies have had uh, a deter- an attorney draft the contract that they use, which is what we've done. And uh, the contract that we use has been vetted for about 35 or 40 years. Uh, it was, again, drafted by an attorney, and it's been uh, reviewed and, and by expert real estate attorneys in North Carolina to make sure that it, it abides and meets all the standards by the Real Estate Commission. Okay, i got to ask this question just because. Are there any negative things that, that occur with an auction? Like, is it safe? I know what you buy is what you get. It's as is, I am assuming. Like, are there right. surveys in place, or do you really know what you're getting? Or Absolutely, you know what you're getting. Okay. Um, the, the, the sale we just had, uh, there's an external survey of the entire property. Um, the preliminary sale map that we sold it from is pretty close, but if there's any variances, then... There's a division survey done, for example, when it sells divided, and all of this, again, is explained in the terms and conditions. Okay. So if it sells divided, then a designated surveyor will come immediately after the auction and do a division survey that will essentially replicate what the sale map looked like. If there's any variances, even one hundredth of an acre, from what the sale map says and what the recorded map says, then your price at closing will be adjusted accordingly. Oh, cool. I love it. Okay? So you're, and you're buying that track of land from a recorded survey. All the standards for what a survey has to be in order to be recorded. It meets the standard legal, just like every legal survey that's recorded at the courthouse, this survey is the same way. So in that multiple, multi-par auction that Lou is referring to, uh, you're buying that track from a recorded plat of record at the courthouse. Uh, the corners are marked. It's crystal clear cool. uh, what you're buying and what you own. And you get, in our sales, you get a warranty deed free and clear of any encumbrances, and you can get title insurance on every property that we sell. Hey, I'll get, uh, there's I'll, no encumbrances. There's there's no back taxes. Um, hey, our guest today is uh, Walter House. This is Let's Talk Land. We'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. View thousands of properties for sale at LandHub.com. So, Walter, I'm well. I was looking at your site. My phone timed out, but I was noticing because I mean the seller's important. You've got to have something to sell, but the buyer has got to be important as well. So, how do you go about getting to bid? I mean, where the buyer's coming from? Yeah, I mean, like, first of all, I see that you've got a mailing list. So, I think that would be cool to get on so that we know in advance. But what do you do? You just, you go in and you you register or something? How do you get to bid? How do you get? Well, you know, that's, uh, that's a great question, Teresa. Um, I guess the real, one of the real core bases, the real bread and butter of our business is the marketing. I learned a long time ago that if you're not a if you're not a good marketer, if you're not on top on the cutting edge of marketing real estate, you're not going to make it in the auction business. 
because that's what auctions are all about. Some people have been to auctions and they hear the auctioneers chant at a live auction and that's kind of what they associate with it. But from, uh, from, from our perspective, from those of us that do it for a living, marketing is where it's at. So our marketing is a multifaceted, a multi-level approach. You mentioned a mail list, and yes, in uh, most all of our real estate auctions, we have a we market and advertise through a, a direct mail component, a brochure, a postcard. Well, we don't just send those to anybody. We have a means through marketing companies of identifying people who are interested in buying land. If we're selling a piece of waterfront property, uh, then the people who live along that waterfront area know friends and have family, so we're going to market people who who have waterfront interest. Uh, we can also target people by income and also people who are interested in buying land. So there's there are several methods that we use, some are proprietary, uh, that we use to identify who the targeted market is. And in every auction, it's, it's different. If we're selling land in Carroll County, Virginia, which we just did last week, we have a special means of identifying people who want to buy land in Carroll County. Now, I mentioned the direct mail component, and that's just one of many. We advertise today extensively uh, on social media. I have a guy that specializes in it. He's a national expert, and he manages all our social media marketing on Facebook and other social media. Uh, he has access to all the information about the property, and he knows how to he knows how to market it on social media, and it, and it's a it, it's not as simple as folks think it is. Okay, so um, uh, so we have a special resource that does that. We also advertise extensively through an email blast. I mentioned to you that we are members of a national network called Marknet Alliance, and we send out an email blast. And this this you know this cost, uh, but we send out an email blast every week, and it reaches in excess of 160,000 people wow. across the United States, and these people participate on an average of seven auctions per year. So when we send out this email blast, and it just absolutely never ceases to amaze me, people from all over the country may have an interest. Um, we we just sold land uh, from bidders from Florida in Virginia last week. Um, so your buyers can come from anywhere in the United States. Um, so that's what our email blast, and, and we have one that we send out through Martinet Alliance. We have one that we send out to our proprietary in-house list from everyone that's ever participated in one of our auctions in the last 20 years. We have their information so we can reach out to them. Um, and there are other email uh, alerts that we can utilize, and that's another form. That, and then again, social media, the direct mail. Um, we still use some radio, sometimes some television. And I'll have to say, it sounds really old-fashioned, but the signage, uh, we're pretty aggressive with our signage, not just our signs not just on the property, but at, uh, 
at, at intersections uh, out miles from the property, you know, where you, where you have higher traffic, perhaps. Uh, Draw them in. Draw them in. It, I mean, it does. And it's, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds really old-fashioned. No, it's not. We signs do too. work. Yeah, so, signs do work. Yeah. And people... People, I have found that people that follow auctions, it's sort of, I, I've done it for a little while, and it's kind of addictive. You get to where, you want to know where the next one is, and that. then you see a sign, and you think, oh, there's an auction. Let's run out there and see what's going on. Great excitement. Yeah. But that's what we call, you call, we talked about in the first part of the show, Walter, uh, accelerated marketing. And that's different than Teresa or myself going out and listing a piece of land or a farm or a home and putting a real estate sign up, putting it in MLS, putting it on the traditional, the realtor dot, the, what we call third parties, and, of course, the ones we pay for in the land, uh, you know, Land, land Hub, our sponsor. Uh, you right. Know, that costs money. And uh, but the, So an auction, usually you get the advertising money up front. Is that true or is that necessary? That is true. And uh, when you're trading with us, sellers, we don't charge the seller any commission on what the high bid is. You have the you have the uh, shock when I tell yeah, them buyer, that. buyer's we premium. Don't, we don't charge the seller any commission. The seller's only expense is the cost of advertising, which is uh, which is a fraction of what they would pay um, in, a, in a in a conventional brokerage fee. We charge the buyer a buyer's premium. And you have different packages. You have different packages and. Because if you're going to do it on TV, that's going to be more, or radio, or right. some of these things. But you have a chart of the things you will do and what you feel like will best promote Absolutely. the property. And then you negotiate that with the seller. And that's an upfront free when you sign the uh, auction listing contract, right? That's correct. But it's, but it's uh, you know, for what they're hoping to obtain, uh, it's a small amount of money. What about photography and staging? Do you guys do that? Yeah, he mentioned that. But that's all in the advertising. Yes, that's all in the advertising. That's all in that. There's we nothing extra. Care, we take care of all the photography. We do a lot of the ground photography ourselves. And then we have a, a special guy. And we've got actually a couple of them that covers, you know, large areas. Uh, but we have a guy that does phenomenal work. I mean, what he and that's his full-time profession. Sure, of course. So... Uh, we hire him early on to go and do the drone video and then drone aerial still photos. And that is one of the best uh, marketing tools that we use. We, we have to pay, and that's part of the marketing package that the seller pays for, that Lou alluded to. Um, but it is phenomenal. And then we can make these videos, and we put them on YouTube, and we put them on Facebook, and people can access them. Uh, off our website and in the, in the auction catalog, and they can look at the video, and it's just like they're flying across the property. They're looking at every aspect. Bird's eye view. Yeah. Sir. Bird's eye view. Bird's eye Absolutely. view. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's a it's a bird's eye view on steroids. That's you exactly got it. <laughs> so I want to talk about the future uh, a little bit, where the auction industry is going. Because I've been, I've had my license since '94, and we didn't have the the internet live online auctions in the old days. We had the traditional auctions on site. And what I'm hearing, Walter, and maybe you can confirm this, is uh, from fellow auctioneers 
is that uh, it's moving more towards the online. And some of the reasons are, you know, uh, when you when you had the traditional Farmer Jones was there and his neighbor was there and everybody was into everybody else's business, seeing what everybody was doing. But with the online auction, you don't know who's bidding. You have no idea. That's all confidential. Is that right? That is exactly right, and that's a huge advantage for the seller. Why is that? Because, number one, in an online-only auction, you're going to have more registered bidders, significantly more registered bidders, than you will if it's just an on-site live auction. Um, It's so much more convenient. People can do their due diligence in advance. They can go to the property and then... If they've got a conflict on the last day of bidding, they can get on a they can get on a computer anywhere and uh, bid, but they may not be able to get in their vehicle and drive four hours away to be standing under a tent or in a ballroom. So the convenience and accessibility of online bidding absolutely brings significantly more bidders to the auction. Now this benefits the seller in this way. If you've got more bidders, then you've got more competition. And if you've got more competition, Lou, then you're going to have higher prices. Isn't that right? That's correct. Yep. Online bidding is a huge advantage. Now, the other big advantage is what you just alluded to, is that your bidding and, and your identity is anonymous. In the old days, if we're selling a piece of land, and you got Farmer Jones over here on one side of the tent and Farmer Smith on the other side, and they, they both want this land, but they don't want to offend one another or hurt somebody's feelings, then they may be hesitant to bid. In the online auction, it's irrelevant. Nobody knows who anybody is, and if you want that land, then you'll bid on it. Uh, and another uh, advantage is if there's somebody there that people recognize as somebody who's extremely wealthy. And if they're bidding, a lot of people will think, well, there's no need me to bid against that person, you know, Mr. Moneybags over there, because he can buy whatever he wants because he's, you know, loaded with money. Sure. So I won't bid. But online, everybody's the same, and they'll bid. And nobody knows who's online bidding. Right. Confidential. Yeah, I've had that experience myself, Walter. Uh, I've developed over 60 rural subdivisions, and, and probably, I mean, you know, at least that or more. And uh, there was a realtor that was a great friend. We lost him a number of years ago in an accident, but um, he did the same thing. And uh, we would often show up at uh, at the same auction, and before the auction we'd start talking. He says, John, are you bidding on this? He says, I don't know, Lou, what do you think? Are you bidding on it? Well, I don't know. Well, John, I don't want to bid against you. I mean, I'd really like to have this land. I don't need it, Lou. You go ahead. I said, who am I going to be bidding against? Well, he could look around the crowd and he'd say, well, that's the guy you're going to have to compete with right over there. You know, and, and that was, right. and that's the way it used to be. But these online auctions, I wouldn't have that benefit. And I, what percentage are you seeing, Walter, now, uh, uh, and, 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 and put your crystal ball, uh, rub it a little bit, uh, where, are we getting a higher percentage now of online bidding? I'm talking about for land and farms. I don't care about all the other stuff. But are we starting to see a higher increase of these online bids? Are we seeing combinations of where you still have the tent or the ballroom and you have the online? We've done we've done it all. 
And we still today would do a live on-site auction if it was a large farm in a heavy agricultural area. Uh, we have a method of selling a multi-par called High Bidder's Choice. Right. Where, where people bid on a per acre price and then choose the track they want. Exactly. It is a unique form of what people typically call a multi-par auction, but it's it's different. And without getting too much, get too deep into the weeds, uh, it's a it's a phenomenal way of selling land tracks that are divided up, and it creates the ultimate competition. It's very fair to the buyers because they don't end up buying something they don't want. Um, they, they either get what they want or they won't get anything at all as far as combinations. So it's a great way. We still do those live auctions when um, it serves the seller's needs the best. But there's no question about it. The online bidding platform is the wave of the future. It's already here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, last last. Last week's sale in Carroll County was proof of that. Um, I think we had 20, 29 registered bidders from about seven or eight different states bidding in that auction. We would not have had that many bidders, especially the out-of-state bidders, if we had done it live and on site. But we, so it wouldn't, it so this, this is part of so, your initial interview with the subject, with the seller. Uh, about the best way to market the property, depending on what it is, where it is, the potential highest and best use. Uh, you know, if it doesn't have a good highest and best use, you're probably not going to multi-part. If it has a good highest and best use, accessibility, building sites, all the you know views, water, uh, where you could divide it and have uh, fairly equal parcels, then that would be the, the advice. But it doesn't cost. My point is, Walter, it doesn't cost the seller any more money. And actually, by using your expertise, your company team expertise, you know, you're going to, an experience, you're going to position them in the best position to get the most money for that property at that given time. That is correct. And that by, is exactly correct. And by the way, if you're not driving, I want you to go to houseauctioncompanyspelledout.com and follow us along. Uh, there's a lot of great information on Walter's uh, website, and uh, so earmark that. If you can't look at it right now, come back to it, and uh, so you can look at it anytime. But please, if you're driving, don't do that. So, uh, okay, well, you know, I'm on par with you. Uh, this is kind of what I'm hearing in the marketplace, the direction that we're going. Uh, are we getting uh, crowdfunding uh, buyers? Are we getting Bitcoin buyers? Uh, or is that changing at all? Are you seeing that? No, I haven't seen that. Okay. I guess it's going to be coming, though, pretty soon. Um, <laughs> I, you know, there's been probably more changes in the last 10 years in the auction industry than it, uh, in the last 10 years, certainly uh, in the last 15 years, than it has been in the previous 100 years. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true with a lot of things. Well, the whole world's changing. And not to get into politics, we don't talk politics on this show for Obvious reasons, it's, it's not appropriate. It's not what we do here. But, uh, you know, the world's evolving is what I'm trying to say. And, of course, your political tra transitions, it goes from one side to another side uh, and sometimes in between. But right now in this current environment that we're in here in 2021, 
there's probably some chances that there's going to be some major changes in what we're doing as business today. Uh, if we go towards a more, uh, say, high inflation area, uh, people might start losing their property. I know the commercial uh, realtors that I have friends with, they're talking about, you know, a lot of these buildings, uh, people have lost their businesses. Uh, there's going to be, and there already is, but there's going to be an increasing amount of inventory that's going to come on the market. What what part is auctions going to play in that transition is my question. Um, I think auctions will play a significant part. Uh, I think they'll play a significant – I tell you, auctions are strong uh, in both uh, a climbing economy and, and a declining economy. Yeah, that's what I wanted you to say. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, you know, either way we go. But uh, uh, auctions, uh, like you said, when it accelerates, you know, in a normal market, you're not seeing that many auctions. People are holding on to their property. Uh, but when things change one way or the other, uh, that's where your services become more important, right? Yes, sir. That is exactly right. People, um, people both in the courts and, uh, and governments like auctions because they're transparent uh, in estate situations. It gives everybody the same opportunity uh, to purchase the property. Uh, if there was a property involved in the state and there were, you know, a number, several numerous heirs that all wanted to buy it, then the fairest way to do it is to offer it at auction. Yep, exactly. And there, every heir would have the same opportunity. They'd be on level playing field. Everybody would be, there'd be no special deals, no backroom deals. Everything would be out in the open and transparent and everyone would have the same opportunity. That's why the courts like it. Yeah. Um, and it's really the fairest way. Um, and again, and you really got the anonymity because it's a virtual sale. You don't know who's bidding. So if I'm bidding against online. my brother or my exactly sister, right. I don't know that I'm bidding against my brother, unless we're in the same room or communicating. Right. So, yeah. And that, and that is a huge advantage. Yeah, it is. Online auction. Okay. Yeah. It gives that anonymity to the bidders. And, you know, we, we are working for the seller, and, and, and that's apparent, and the buyers know that. We owe the buyers fairness and honesty. Certainly going to give them that, but we're there to raise the most money for the seller, and that online bidding platform has many, many advantages uh, for the seller. Yeah. Now, let's talk about values, okay? Sir? Uh, let's talk about values. <clears throat> you know, when somebody calls me up, or Teresa or someone in our organization, and says, I want to sell my land or my farm. I want to stay land and farm. Houses is not what this show's about. Uh, but uh, uh, we do what's called a current market analysis. We go and we look at the uh, facility, uh, look at the highest and best use, look at accessibility, uh, look at any improvements, fencing, ponds built, uh, outbuildings, uh, all the other things. And, uh, and I wrote a course uh, actually a couple years ago with uh, Ron Loftus and Winston-Salem. Loftus Appraisal Service. I created a four-hour CE class for the state of North Carolina. It's the only land-oriented class for 108,000 realtors. Everything else is houses. I'm the only instructor actually in the country. I can't even find another state that has a land class for continuing education uh, other than the Realtors Land Institutes, which are certified. But I, uh -huh. was, uh, I was challenged to write a course for the North Carolina Board of Appraisers. They have no land education either. 
And I said, I'll write the land part uh, if you'll write the appraisal part. And we created a four-hour seminar and presented it in Greensboro to 98, uh, some of the top uh, appraisers in the state. And talking about each of the, it was called rural land values. Is it an art or is it a science? And as I would go through, like your part of the world where you have hurricanes and you got crops and it's underwater uh, for two, three weeks, what does that do to soil? What does that do to values? How does that change all the, you know, sinkholes? I mean, just all the crazy stuff. And bottom line, Walter, we decided that the, uh, the, the true value of a property is a daggum auction because it has a specific date, a specific time, with the exception of that accelerated time if you got bidders going, okay? But it's, it's, that's, when the, that's the value of that property. For that, that, that's the purest value. You could have 10 appraisers look at the same property. You're going to get 10 different values. You could have 10 uh, our, uh, realtors or auctioneers do a CMA. You're going to get 10 different appraisals. But when that gavel goes down, sold, that is the market value of that property. That's the purest comparable that you can use. Uh, that is correct. That is exactly correct. Um, and one of the best um, real estate appraisers that I ever knew, he was in the business for 40-some years, and he was a member of the, uh, you know, the MAI, the Appraisals Institute. Right. Uh, um, he was an MAI-certified appraiser, and he would tell you that the, the real true test, the real true test of what the value of a property is is what it would bring, and there are two caveats, what it would bring at a well-advertised and well-marketed auction. And those are the two key things. Well-marketed, well-advertised auction. Yep. And when it's, when it's marketed and advertised properly, the property will bring what the markets and, and, and you know as well as I know, a property is worth what somebody's willing to pay for. Exactly. And a successful auction is two or more people that want the same property. Two or more. Got to have two. Well, two, two or more. And ultimately, it'll get down to two. Yeah, it usually does. And that's right. But the more you have competing for it, and that is our philosophy in the online auctions. We want, for our seller, we want to maximize those registered bidders in that auction. So we want to reach as many people as possible, as technologically possible, and get them interested in this property, get them looking at the property, and get them registered and competing in the compete in the competitive bidding process. Okay, Tommy, just real quick, we got about a couple minutes left. Tommy is from the time I signed that auction contract. You want to market a minimum of what thirty days, forty-five days? You may go fifty or sixty 30, days, 30, depending on. Thirty to forty-five days is a gracious plenty. We like to have the signs up thirty days out. If it's a commercial property, we may want to do it a little bit longer. Sure, of course. But then, uh, but, we, but, but ideally, the, if somebody signs with us today, uh, we got to we got to have a period of time to do our uh, due diligence and to do our investigative and fact gathering and drone aerial photos and all the materials to get the marketing ordered. But essentially, if they call us today and sign with us today. We can have that property under contract in 60 days and have it closed and to have that seller at the pay window in 30 days after that. Normal auctions are 30-day closes, guys, 30 days. Once that uh, contract is signed, uh, the uh, deposit is made, uh, it's sold as is. Uh, what you see is what you get. You had time to do it. Uh, there's a penalty uh, if you drop out of the auction right. 
if you sign the contract, we, we require generally, our typical deals, we require 15% deposit. When that, uh, when it's when it's accepted and confirmed by the seller and under contract, uh, that is a no contingency contract, and the and the closing is in 30 days. Or does not, per, I mean, if the buyer if the buyer does not perform and doesn't close, then he's going to be subject to lose his 15 percent deposit. Yeah. And a hundred thousand dollars, that's fifteen thousand dollars. That's real money. Yes, sir. And 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 that's what that's what essentially guarantees a seller that they've got a solid buyer. Walter, you've been a great guest today. It's Walter House, House Auction Company. Tell us your website, your email, your phone number, how to get in touch with you, Walter. Thank you, Lou. It's been a pleasure being with you and Teresa. Our uh, website is houseauctioncompany.com. The word company is spelled out. So it's house auctioncompany.com you can reach me by email simply at by walter my first name the at symbol houseauctioncompany.com our number is 252-729-1162 again 252-729-1162 our phone our office phone is answered 24 hours a day by a live living human being all right walter you've been a great guest and thank you for sharing your expertise uh, I'm telling you, this is the go-to guy. He's licensed in four states. You don't have to be local here, so make sure you check Walter out. If you can't find him, let me know. I'll get you to him. Thank you for joining us today. Let us know how you like the show. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to suggest, we'd appreciate them. All of our questions are welcome, and all of our guests may be emailed with your questions as well. This show is for the public and, most importantly, for real estate agents who do not have a source of land education. All of our shows are downloaded after the show this morning on our master website, www.letstalkland.net. That's .net. You'll also find us on Spotify and Podbean. My email is lou at mylandpro.com. My cell phone number is 336-669-1405. Our sponsor, landhub.com. Are you looking to buy or sell land? Landhub.com previews thousands of properties nationwide. Writing how they get in touch with us here. Well, Lou, they can go to our new website now, WKTE1090.com, and uh, check it all out right there. All the programming's coming up. And also, they can download the simple radio app and hear us anywhere in the universe. Uh, oh, you changed it. it. used to be the yeah, world. Yeah, I thought oh. I'd change it there. Well, you know, we're into quantum physics now. So that's right. Connected, yeah. So. yeah, that's right. So they can, uh, out there somewhere, they can you know, those Martians and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're probably having good times. Yeah. Because they want to play happy well, music. Well, because, yeah, Beach Music and Oldies. And we've right. won some nice awards, I understand. Yeah, six years in a row being the top radio station on the East Coast. And you won a nice award. Yeah, the Reader's Choice uh, of the Year, uh, Announcer of the Year Award. Wow, I wonder yeah. why. I don't know. We're still wondering about well, that. Well, you know, we got a little contest you got till June 29th, June 29th or 30th? Yeah. Well, 30th, really. Okay, 30th, all right. Last day of the month of June, we're putting out a contest to take our existing <coughs> beautiful wave logo yeah. and make it happy because we only play happy music and we want to be known as the radio station in the country that only plays happy music. That's right. So get on our website, get your little pen and pencil out mm -hmm. and take that logo. Don't change it other than adding to yeah. and, and either use words, the uh, happy radio station or illustrations mm -hmm. and guess what you get. 
What do you get? We're going to give five hundred dollars away. Land Pro, my land, my radio show. Yeah, I'm going to donate five hundred dollars to the winner, mm-hmm. and exchange they'll allow us to use that logo. We're going to remarket the radio station because we only play what happy, happy music. So we'll see you the next happy music day. That's right. Thank you for joining us.